And we're off again. This is the uh, If You Love Movies podcast. And I'm joined today. I'm your host, Jerome. And I'm joined today by Mr. Patrick once again. How's it going? It's good to be What's back. What's up, dude? We finna do it again. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day today. This is the If I'm You already Love smiling. podcast, dog. Oh, if man. You Love Movies. <laughs> the Rock <laughs> is cooking. Oh, man, this is great. <laughs> so we're doing what today? We are doing La La Land. Oh, my God. So should we spend like, should we do a two-parter? Like the first episode could just be about Ryan Gosling and then the second one will actually be about... Oh, um, yeah. You think so? Exactly. I think it will work perfectly like that. (laughs) I think so too. About like... Yeah, like it it, it just makes sense. You have to to cover... About his face, his muscles. Yeah, uh, bicep size, everything about Gosling. That would take like two hours, I think. Yeah. Minimum. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's uh let's start off with um icebreakers. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm I'm down. All right, cool. I remember you're, ahead, um, you're, you're the guest. Cool, cool. So, uh, episode one, I remember we talked about rudiments. So I decided to look it up and see the actual definition. Yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> I just felt bad as a music yeah. guy to not really know what the hell rudiments were. So basically, rudiments. It's a basic pattern used by drummers, such as the roll, the flam, and the paradiddle. So it's just like a bunch of patterns that essentially every dr- uh, drummer should know and master. So that's why he was asking him, um, mm-hmm. Whiplash, like, show me your rudiments. Like, what? Mm-hmm. let's see what you can do. Like, show me your d- uh, double-time swing. Show me your... Um, God, I just keep saying double-time swing because mm-hmm. that's all like he said. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like drum patterns pretty much that I guess every drummer should know. Okay. And uh, one more thing, um, what what kind of instrument would you classify a piano to be like, like a string or? I would say it's a string, like no really. I would say that I've never thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Everything cool. you said within in the past minute just went in one, <laughs> one ear and out the other. <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So but what no, is it? I, What's I the classification? It a, um, it's funny because it's an actual debate within itself, like oh. a, an actual answer. Because, yeah. like a grand piano, it's considered a string instrument, mm-hmm. also a percussive instrument yeah. at the same time because the hammers bang on the strings. What? So it's still like a constant like debate. People say between musicians. Yeah, like yeah. You, you, we don't really know. So it's what? like pro-life versus pro-choice. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just like a piano. <laughs> well, yeah, I just thought that would be a fun little fact to bring in since, you know, our yeah, boy yeah. Sebs is playing the piano the whole time. I know. So that's, uh, a, that's a good... Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a funny joke because usually pianists say like, oh, yeah, I play two types of instruments. I yeah. do strings and percussion, you know, because oh. it's doing both. The hammers are the hammers are banging on the strings. Right. So that's a cool little nerdy stupid fact. Okay. And go ahead. No, I like that. Your, you can do your icebreakers. Right. Yeah, my turn. On to a more interesting topic. <laughs> 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 you got um, me sweating balls already. It's like only I'm two kidding. minutes or so. All right. So <laughs> I got something real cool here. 
It's called Library of Babel. For you listeners out there and Mr. Patrick over here who's never heard of Library of Babel, <laughs> Library of Babel is an algorithm set up by some computer genius out there who, I don't know, he made some algorithm. And basically what it is is it's a digital library on the interwebs, <laughs> on the internet, <laughs> and you can type in anything in there and it'll locate it within that library. It has every single book that's ever been written and that will ever be written in the history of humanity. So the cure for cancer is somewhere in this library, but it's an infinite amount of books in that library, so you'd never be able to find it. Anything is in there that it's like, Everything that's ever will be written is in that library. And where can we find this? It's on the internet. It's just straight up on the interwebs. Let's see. It is library dot or library of info. So the about me page says the library of Babel is a place for scholars to do research for artists, writers, and seek inspiration for anyone with curiosity or a sense of humor to reflect on the weirdness of existence. In short, it's just like any other library. If completed, it would contain every possible combination of 1,312,000 characters, including lowercase, uppercase letters, space, comma, and period. Thus, it would contain every book that has ever been written and every book that ever could be written, including every play, every song, every scientific paper, every legal decision, every constitution, every piece of scripture, and so on. So your text messages, your tweets are included in there. At present, it contains all possible pages of 3,200 characters, about 10, 10 to the power of 4,677 books. So there is no, <laughs> you cannot store this library anywhere. There's yeah, no, it's, it's, that's like its own universe right there. Yeah, it's, it's huge. The number is so huge. So it's, it, um, the uh, nickname for this would be Skynet then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Skynet. Cool. That's awesome, man. We have a real Skynet <laughs> in our in our world. It's pretty crazy. You yeah, put any that's... text message that you have in there ha- that you, you've ever written or got, it's in that library. So that's my icebreaker. Well, this podcast won't be on there because since this isn't like... It will be on there. Oh, it there. will be. Yeah. If oh, someone so were not limited to just text. Yeah, it, if someone oh. were to write out oh, our <laughs> conversation, okay. it exists You're in right, the library. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That is it. Uh, my icebreaker. Um, anything else? No, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good on I'm that I'm ready one. to jump on this. All right. This excite, La La exciting land. La La Land. This is perfect timing because it just got nominated for 14 oscars yeah it's like it's tied up with like titanic titanic and some other movie um, i have not heard of mm -hmm. that does not matter (laughs) um that is a pretty big accomplishment um considering titanic is like one of the biggest uh box office Mm -hmm. uh movies ever i think it's second to avatar which is uh, I'm not going to say anything about that, but <laughs> La La Land, I hope people out there keep going out there and telling everyone about the movie. 
because it is an accomplishment and for this to be the second movie for damien that's pretty amazing Mm -hmm. it's like yeah yeah actually well it would be a second movie i guess as a big feature Mm -hmm. because his first movie oh it was like a short film yeah it was a um you mind if i just go into that yeah it's like called this movie that he worked on while he was in Harvard with Justin, mm-hmm. it's called Guy and Madeline on a Park Bench. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. And it was actually just like a thesis project. It was just like them two making out or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a bench and play, play some jazz. <laughs> yeah. And then won a bunch of awards at Tribeca. <laughs> but um, now nah, it was like originally a little project that him and Justin were working on at school for like a, a senior thesis yeah. thing. And um it raised a lot of attention when it got into the Tribeca Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And I think it won like a couple of awards. Like, I forget which one, like the people's, it was the people's favorite or whatever. Mm-hmm. I forget the words, but it won, it got a, a bunch of attention. And then it, um, that helped them kind of get leverage for Whiplash mm-hmm. to gain some attention. And while they had Whiplash, um, like, they uh, they started writing La La Land before Whiplash. Like yeah. La La Land was like ready mm-hmm. before Whiplash uh, was even a reality. Apparently, Damien Chazelle was trying to fund La La Land for the longest time, but no one wanted to take the chance on him because he was like a basically a first time director. Yeah, and he's young. Yeah, so they were saying you know no basically. So he worked on Whiplash. Yeah, and that kind of worked out. Yeah, and um, that was also like a, f- a short film mm-hmm. first. Yeah, um, he pulled out. Like I a, saw that. I guess he pulled out like a just a, l- a little bit from the film and turned it into a short film, mm-hmm. which was in Sundance. Did you see the? I didn't the film. I saw it. The short. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Anyone out there, just put in Whiplash short film. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very. It's the same thing. It's essentially the scene where he first gets into that class, the upper class. And it's just J.K. Simmons. Oh, when he goes yeah, crazy. Yeah, yelling. Yeah, he goes crazy, and it's a different actor. It's not Miles Teller. It's some other actor. Hmm. Um, yeah, they replaced him with Miles Teller. <laughs> so well, that's our boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's our boy, Miles. <laughs> hey, shout out. Hey, oh, you trying yeah. to do some shout outs? I, oh, yeah. I sent out the um the podcast to a few of my friends, college friends, people, you know um yeah uh, all the big big players in the industry yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like yeah give me a shout out dude you gonna <laughs> give me a shout out so you might as well we might as well do the shout out now okay go you want to shout out anyone you first um actually yesterday uh she said give out give a shout out to uh Turin and janet or something oh what? <laughs> right what? i don't know i couldn't get them right. <laughs> like oh i, I don't know Turin and janet Turin and yeah. janet yeah something uh, like that okay hey, you yeah hey shout out to Turin and janet there you go um you loyal followers and listeners thank you yeah i uh, saw your popularity bar on yeah. itunes oh shit. it was almost full dude what it was almost full don't lie yeah you liar Look, check after this what? oh this one's about to be full La La Land. There's there's only one freaking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's actually just me replaying it every <laughs> thing, like five times a night. Shout outs to uh the writers though. Oh, uh, the writers, yeah. All the homies. Y'all finna be on this soon. 
Damn. I know we need to I'm get we need to get now. more people other than P and J over here. Yeah, more people, more the more the merrier. Um, any other shout outs? Um, uh, 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 next time, I guess. <laughs> uh, next time, I will. My mom. Uh, Uncle Benny. Uncle Ben. Yeah. For letting us uh, do this podcast. Yeah, yeah. The man. Um. Shout um, outs. I think I don't know. I, I don't think know, we're I good on that one. Okay. Uh, um, one shout out at a time. <laughs> but yeah, Whiplash helps La La Land mm-hmm. just become what it is right now. Because they got funded, or like they got funded for La La Land from some dude from Lionsgate, mm-hmm. and um, it was shot in forty days, I believe. And La La Land was actually like, uh, or Guy and Madeline on a park bench. It mm-hmm. has like the same template as like La La Land. I feel like La La Land is. You just, watched it? I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get to finish. I got to like. Halfway. Is it two hours? Um, no, it's like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Say it's pretty. Yeah. Um, it's on YouTube, but yeah, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a like a Spanish subtitles. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's it's in English. It's in English. <laughs> you can watch it. Um, it's interesting. Like you could s- just oh in case God, I like want to read that. His, right. His uh, yeah, just in <laughs> case you want to touch up on your Spanish. Um, yeah, yeah, it kind of has like the same template and I was reading on different articles. People agree that it's like the La La Land that he was kind of just, he just wanted to do. And, um, <coughs> yeah, they were, you remember how they were in a band together, Justin and Damien? Mm, yes. They actually left their band like sophomore year and then they, he said that their, their band actually like landed a record label what? in their senior year and they started touring and stuff what? and they were like shit did we just miss out on like did we just make the stupidest move ever yeah. you know <laughs> or like dropping out and um but Dang. they said like they're still friends now and they're like really mm-hmm. good friends still with their bandmates and they're all just doing their own thing and obviously they made a good move they're Dang, freaking these guys are talented man yeah they're in their 30s and shit what the hell um what am i doing with my life <laughs> apparently right? this podcast <laughs> Um, La La Land, uh, Whiplash, uh, nominated for Best Picture. He doesn't win. Now he comes back with a fucking vengeance, and he's gonna win every single goddamn <laughs> yeah, dude. award. He's gonna sweep the board, man. Yeah. Can you imagine if he really won all fourteen of those? That movie, I wouldn't God, be surprised. It'd be the greatest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> it already is the greatest movie ever. You know what makes it great? Ryan and Emma Stone. Yeah, their chemistry is yeah. like the best. Did you know? I know you knew Miles Teller was supposed to be. Yeah, and let's Emma, talk about that. And Emma Watson. Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Emma Watson. What the heck? Emma Watson. She abandoned the project to go do Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast. Beast. Yeah. So. Miles Teller. I'm not going to say it's a big mistake because <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is a huge franchise. Mm-hmm. It's a Disney movie. A shit ton of people are going to watch that movie. Yeah. I don't blame her for abandoning it. Uh, La La Land, which was an unknown yeah. property. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's hard to gamble on mm-hmm. that. So it's like, I don't know. It's, 
And at this point, I'd Disney. Rather go with Disney. <laughs> you can't say no to Disney, man. They yeah. own everything now. Yeah. They own ESPN, for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, and Miles Teller, he just wanted more money. Yeah, it was salary. They asshole. couldn't agree on what salary. Yeah. Come on, Miles. But I think it worked out because yeah. you got to separate Whiplash and La La Land from that guy. Like his, I feel like his movie is Whiplash mm-hmm. and you can't have them yeah. both. So it worked out. It, it did work out. Ryan Gosling is definitely not a bad second <coughs> choice. I also heard um, instead of Miles Teller, they were uh, having looks at uh, Russell Crowe. Um, what? <laughs> Mel Gibson. This is off the, okay. you know, it's out of left field, but... <laughs> Uh, no yeah. Gibson. Yeah. Why not freaking uh, John Travolta, man? No, but yeah, I heard that he wanted or Damien wanted Gosling and Stone because they were yeah. like the closest thing to the that vintage Hollywood couple, mm-hmm. like uh, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, like back in the day. So it worked out, man. Mm-hmm. Their their chemistry. They worked on what two movies before this? Yeah. Gangster um, Squad, Crazy, Crazy Stupid, Stupid Love, Love. Jinx, uh, Gangster <laughs> Squad. Yeah, you said that. I've never right. seen Gangster Squad. Me though. neither. I haven't seen that movie. It was was that it? That's the only movies they. That's it. This is their this is their third one. Oh, seems like more. That's it. Emma Stone <coughs> has moved up in the world. I remember seeing her in Superbad. I was like, okay, she's an Easy A. I wouldn't that. Ne- <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have actually. Thought. I liked Easy A though. That yeah. was a good movie. I would have thought she would blow up like that. Yeah. She was just Jules. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jules. (laughs) Jules. Jonah Hill is just trying to sleep with Jules the whole time. Yeah. Oh, my God. She moved from Jonah Hill all the way to Ryan Gosling. Jeez. Three times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah. Um, It's not a bad gig. Not at all. I wish I was Emma Stone. Yeah. I wish I would go to work to Ryan Gosling. I mean, <laughs> I wish, yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right, so this movie, man. Should we just jump into it? Yeah, we are at the eighteen-minute mark. Let's let's go. Oh my god! Um, Emma Stone. Okay, let's talk about her. Her acting chops, her spunk in this movie. She was very charismatic and charming in this movie. I know. I that had a little crush on her, like, at a lot of moments. Yeah, like that moment where... Th- I'm not... I'm going to jump around. Yeah, 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 Like that moment where she suggested or requested I ran. And yes. then she's just dancing. Oh, my she's God. She's so adorable. That was, like, one of my favorite scenes yeah. her, When she starts dancing and then she does, like, this funny, Being, like, yeah. Jack Black. Being movie. goofy. Yeah, dude. Oh my god! I was mm, like, dude, that's my type of girl, man. Mm-hmm. I feel you. One that could just like mess around like that and dance. Yeah, like I would totally dance with someone like that mm-hmm. and make funny ass faces, um, back, like right back at her. But that that eighty scene, that scene was yeah, like that was a good scene. Since we're talking about <coughs> her, how did you feel about Ryan in this movie? Um, I liked him a lot. Same here. <laughs> I feel like. He was just like a perfect character. His comedic he, timing, yeah, is so good. Yeah, is he? It's like natural. It's so subtle. It's really subtle and natural at the yeah. same time. Like when the little when he gets scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from like walking in the apartment. If if you guys haven't seen the Nice Guys, it's a good movie. He is also very hilarious in that movie. He's yeah, such a great that. actor. He's hot. 
Yeah, he's hot. What can you ask for? I'll say it. What else? I'll say it. He's hot. He is hot. Can't deny that, right? Yeah. He's beautiful, man. <laughs> beautiful man. That's true. Um. Oh, yeah. And another part of the movie that I love was the audition scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lady, why you be tripping? <laughs> no, Jamal. You, you be, be tripping. tripping. i was dying in that part oh my god it was so funny man lady why you be tripping (laughs) no jamal you be tripping (laughs) god this movie's it's like our humor yeah it's relatable you gotta love relatable stuff man um the trailers you know the trailers (laughs) <laughs> in the in the trailers they showed like them coming together and kissing yeah but yeah, then yeah. in the movie it doesn't even happen like that yeah he, like runs right in past her freaking shoulder yeah sho- shoulder bump and when i first saw it i just started laughing i was like oh my god they trolled us <laughs> yeah me too because yeah. like you're totally expecting that. yeah a lot of people in the crowd was like just laughing about that part mm. um so let's see first time we see Okay, let's let's talk about that opening on the freeway. That yes. was actually filmed on a freeway. Yeah, the 105 and 110 Dang. merge. And they said that it was like about 100 something degrees that day. Damn. Of filming. Imagine like the people jumping on the cars, they're like mm-hmm. touching it with their hands. It's probably respect to all those singers and dancers. You guys made possibly one of the greatest or one of the greatest openings to a film. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love the uh the words to that song because it's about well it starts off with that girl singing mm-hmm. like uh i think about that day yeah i'm at a greyhound station west of santa fe we mm-hmm. were 17 just talking about how she dumped her boyfriend left him to go to la to pursue being like an actress or whatever mm-hmm. and hoping that like she'll be on that screen and prove him that like you know it was all worth it mm-hmm. and stuff because i feel like a lot of people leave to go yeah. to la to just chase the dream oh sorry chase the dream and um the i don't know i feel like all the lyrics man we got to give a shout out to the to the writers benj pasek and justin paul these guys were the lyricists for all the music wow and i did not know that um the way they did it was uh justin wrote out all the music Mm, like beforehand yeah and he gave them the music that's hard to do man like to write lyrics over music that's written already is it is it that way people usually write the lyrics Uh, people usually would be together in one room but he they live in damien and justin live in la and and pasek and paul the 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 lyricists they live in new york Mm. like total opposites so like Mm -hmm. i think the only time they would meet up is when they would finalize the lyrics and stuff I but see. it's so hard to write to music that's already been written, you know? Yeah, like no, definitely. To, to fit, like, all this, like, phrasing and everything, and it's it's, it's amazing. Just, like, because another, another Day of Sun, that opening sequence, you're so drawn into it already. Yeah. My God, like, I love the... It's so the, hilarious when it says winter. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true, though. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, giving... We all, well, for the listeners who don't know us, we live in L.A., and that's it's so true yeah that's how it is in winter (laughs) we are spoiled with the weather here 
and then we all complain when it just rains for one day it's just summer every time we just change the names of the seasons. yeah (laughs) when it's time to change um normal like everyone else in the world Mm -hmm. um ryan gosling man yeah yeah oh yeah that's we open on him yeah that's the first time we see yeah he's like playing his little jazz cassette thing that's the same exact thing miles teller was doing in because he would be watching his favorite um, oh yeah drummer yeah drummer on an iphone yeah yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. they're the same character yeah it's yeah. damien <laughs> yeah it is damien, it's all damien. He, he really does just put himself in the protagonist role yeah um and then we see we jump to emma stone's character mia and she's obviously we can tell now that she is an aspiring actress because she's rehearsing, rehearsing lines yeah and, and after that and you hear the honk the mm, yeah beep, beep, beep. and then ryan's like like come on yeah. <laughs> you gotta move man and then she flicks him off mm-hmm. and then he 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 goes off and then the next scene we we go to the coffee shop mm-hmm. that's where she works that's who she is uh she's working on the lot um after that she goes to a oh yeah she gets audition. the audition remember yeah. her phone yeah it her was, phone cracked. was cracked that was that's so a, real that's a that's i know a, so many people that have cracked yeah, phones it's a subtle um, <laughs> uh little thing there yeah that shows what kind of person she is mm-hmm. she can't she can barely afford to live there and barely afford to repair her phone um Subtle nuances like that are are good, and then we go to that audition where she's crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good scene where she's just you know. Like, there's a story behind that scene. Someone. That's Ryan Gosling. Real, right? That's Ryan Gosling's actual personal what? experience. Like that shit actually happened to him. And Dang. then there's like an interview on on YouTube. It's like quick where he talks about it. He's like, yeah, this was the audition scene. Um, it was like a real experience where I had to audition and i was crying and then mm-hmm. some the lady answered like her phone in the middle of my audition wow and told them to just like uh resume your audition <laughs> like your audition man and like he was in the middle of crying and stuff and he he was like it's it sucked then but i mean we made lemonade out of it yeah you know? like that's when cool. life gave you a lemon at that moment you made you made it into mm-hmm. and it's funny because when emma's doing this scene it, it's ironic because it shows how awesome of an actor she really is yeah like she could just cry like on the spot like that i wish i could cry on the spot me too yeah it's too hard though i know i think you'd have to slap me in the J- face james mcavoy says he's like so good at uh crying on the spot and someone asked him how he does it and all he said was that he really just thinks about the line and i was like dang wow you really just think about the line so like in X Men in that movie, he's just like, I've never <laughs> felt power like this before, <laughs> and then he starts tearing up. I Damn. don't want your future. Yeah, how does he do that? I don't want your suffering, <laughs> dude. I don't know. People could just turn it on like that, mm-hmm. and I guess he's one of the oh. Another trick is that people. you're supposed to stop yourself from crying. That's how you start crying. Is that when you feel it, you're. Sh- fighting uh, every ounce to stop yourself from crying i see and it just it makes just it worse up. yeah what i gotta try that because when you're trying to cry like an actor it's not gonna work because when you actually cry you're not trying to cry it just comes out it's true 
So you gotta trigger it and then stop it. Yeah. That's that's tough. And then after that scene, it's one of my favorite scenes, the roommate scene. Hey, the roommate scene. I love that scene. That that song's like there's this one melody in there that gives me chills still. The someone in the crowd. Oh yeah. Like I love that. Every time she sings like it gets to that 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 hook, I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, I just get chills. I just love the way it's written. Shout outs to my girl, though, from Ex Machina. <laughs> oh, Yellow the, Dress? Yeah, Yellow, <laughs> yellow dress, dress. Asian girl. I don't know her name. <laughs> Fuck, what's her name? Anyway, she yeah, is that. in Ex Machina. In that movie, she does not have any lines, what? which is pretty amazing. But, man, she pulled it off. Um, yeah. I got to see Ex Machina. Dude, what um this roommate scene though, I would love to live in that house, man. Mm-hmm. That house is just full of color and like it made me want to eat candy. Yeah, right. That movie, uh, that that uh, that <coughs> house. Yeah, she had that uh, huge poster of that. Oh yeah. I yeah, I. Uh, like I I forget which musical it was I wrote this down. Sonoya Mizuno. Mizuno, that is the actor. Wow, Yellow that's dress. a cool little name. Man. Yeah, this. Uh, I feel. Whoops. I feel like the. Uh, the colors of this movie. Mm-hmm. They're saying that the musical, the umbrellas of, of Cherbourg, Cherbourg, <laughs> it's like where um like he gets the color schemes for some of it, like this candy colored, roommate stuff. Oh. And um. I try to I like do primary th- colors. Yeah, and then it just made me want to eat candy. Yeah. Um yeah, there's like a bunch of I mean, it's obvious he 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 ripped a lot of uh ideas from like old musicals that yeah, he which, made his own. Mm-hmm, which isn't bad. No, not at all. You build like, on the shoulders of the giants before you. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. And um I just thought it was like a cool scene just going throughout the whole little house. Mm-hmm. They're going like and these girls are just having fun. They're the colors of the dresses. Remind me of the Fanta girls. They yeah. want to drink Fanta. And then when <laughs> they, they they get out the house, they're dancing on the street. Yeah. And then it transitions to the mansion party. And she goes into the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And has a little yeah. solo part. Oh, solo. And, and then cool. she goes and out. And she walks out. They're all doing the, man- slow-mo. The, ma- the mannequin challenge yeah. part. Yeah. I was and like, it's snowing. It was such a beautiful shot. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And then some crazy guy jumps off the roof <laughs> of the mansion into the pool. Yeah, and then everyone goes yeah, crazy. That was the drop of the song. That was the drop, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I have, God, that was such an awesome song, man. Someone in the crowd. Give you like that 1920s feel, mm-hmm. like a ro- the roaring 20s feel. I feel like, great. I've okay, I haven't seen Great Gatsby with Leo. Have yeah, you seen I it? Have. I don't. I feel like I wasn't drawn to it because of the music. Oh, I I didn't mind it too much. Um, it was very odd that they had like Jay Z, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on the soundtrack. I know. I'm like, how are you gonna? Because ha- that 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 uh, era is like the 1920s, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's weird. How are you gonna put like hip hop? Yeah, and, like, it's because of Baz. It's Baz Luhrmann film. That's why. Uh-huh. It was just weird. See, like in La La Land, it's a, it's like the total opposite. You have modern day LA with like old school music, like music that's that sounds like it's from the twenties, mm-hmm. the thirties, forties. 
all vintage Hollywood stuff, and I feel like that works. And after so that, um, oh yeah, she her, her car gets yeah towed. her car <laughs> gets towed. She walks down the hill, and she hears the song. Yeah, the Mia and Sebastian yeah. theme. How does it go again? Oh man. Dude, I love that shot though. When she walks in, it actually zooms out. Yeah. And it shows like the mural of that little The camera movement was really good in this film. Oh my God, it was amazing. I freaking loved it all. And then it's just honking, honking, honking back to the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the well, freeway. Yeah, because she's, wa- she's we, watching him. Yeah, she's like drawn. Yeah. And then the, 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 the piano fades out and it gets drowned by that honking. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Then we see everything from the perspective of, of Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. Beautiful storytelling, yeah. man. And he's over at the uh, Van Beek. <laughs> he's uh, so salty. Ta- Samba, Samba tapas. Samba tapas. That's they turn the Van Beek into Samba and tapas. Yeah. We meet his sister in his apartment, and again, his comedic timing is amazing. It's just he, his comedy puts a smile to my face. <laughs> um, we learn that he's a musician. Uh, an aspiring musician. He wants to open up his own place. And he has all this jazz stuff yeah. in his apartment. And uh, he's just hoarding it. And he's also a phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> and he then it was a quick it was a quick uh, uh it's a quick um um part for him for th- for the beginning because it's just that scene, and then we jump into the bar scene. Oh, yeah, in the restaurant. Yeah. We had more time with Mia, actually, because mm. he doesn't have his own solo dancing with his sister or anything the way yeah. Mia did with her roommates. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, he has his piano solo. Oh, yeah. The Mia and, Seba- oh, yeah, the Mia and Sebastian theme. Mm-hmm. And that's when he plays it. So he plays it. He plays those c- stupid-ass Christmas tunes. Oh, <laughs> J.K. Simmons and Ryan Gosling, man. Yeah. <laughs> they they were funny together. <laughs> they were. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. The I remember last yeah. episode, I said that J.K. Simmons mentioned Charlie Parker, and I was wrong. He did. Uh, yeah. He didn't say Charlie I, Parker I said it too. It was Miles Davis, but which she was... Um, it was uh the sister who mentioned it. Would you would you want this uh rug if I said Miles Davis pissed on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but they mentioned Charlie Parker when and later. Oh, okay. When um when Mia's is, is showed him the sign like, Hey, this should be the name of your club, Sebs. Oh. Not chicken on a stick. He's like, But yeah. Charlie Parker was was the name Bird. Oh yeah. Bird. Whatever. So at least it was mentioned. We just got it. Do they ever mention oh. Buddy Rich? No, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> we got Buddy Rich up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, um, yeah. So he, the restaurant scene, the Christmas carols that he had <laughs> yeah. to do. Uh, and when he songs. got fired, <laughs> yeah. he was like, "I uh, know what you're saying, but but, uh, but you don't mean it." Yeah. No, you're you're fired. <laughs> I know what you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not what you mean. Yeah. You're, no. Like it's a warning. What planet are you from? <laughs> Good luck in the new year. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then 
his solo piano uh playing was really good yeah it showed off his talent i didn't believe yeah. it but you know what i believe it now so yeah he was practicing like three months yeah two hours a day mm-hmm. and like he was probably just practicing the music he had to play for the movie mm-hmm. which 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 makes sense yeah like, if you're just and learning, it works if you're just learning those pieces like mm-hmm. but damn dude he was chops on the piano were just yeah. going all over the place i was like what the heck i want to study for three months <laughs> two <laughs> hours a day and do that and that's essentially when we see them m- make eye contact for the first time mia and sebastian and she goes up hey i, I just <laughs> heard you play and i just want to <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah and she's like <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> And then after that scene. Oh, that poor girl. I think it was the audition scene after that. Yeah, that was the Jamal. This is my classroom. If you don't like it, the door's to my left. (laughs) Why you be tripping, lady? (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Jamal, you be tripping. And then the 80s scene. Our favorite. Yeah, our favorite. Dude, that band, though, that singer was funny as hell. Yeah, he was. (laughs) He doesn't tell me what to do. Oh my god! I think it was a great way to have them meet again, though. Mm-hmm. Like, because remember you said when when you first saw that scene, you didn't. You, it, it it took you forever to yeah. recognize. I was like, why is everyone laughing in the yeah. theater? <laughs> yeah. But then it was because uh, Ryan Gosling was there <laughs> in his whole getup, and then she gets introduced to that writer guy. Oh, <laughs> that's that's so hilarious! I'm hot right now. Everyone's <laughs> talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> what a douche and then uh they're outside of that house and she's talking to the writer dude again and ryan comes out and george michaels yeah. <laughs> yeah and then it was the whole prius joke everyone drives a prius in la which is true mm-hmm. that was pretty funny you know we're gonna get to the first duet that they had their dance singing duet mm. and i know the spot where they did that dance. Oh, you've been there? That's not actually no, I haven't been there. That's not that's not actually a residential area. That's at the Griffith Griffith Observatory. Oh. And it's like at the base of the Griffith and you had to walk up the hill for like three miles. And Dang. No like one's Gr- Griffith Park and yeah, then you walk up. Yeah, it's not an actual like um no cars can even go up there. Oh, what? The area that they dance at. Yeah, you can only get there on foot. And I know about this because there's this guy on YouTube who actually went to all the filming locations. (laughs) As of yesterday, January 28th, there was only 10,000 views. But when I first saw it, it was like under 1,000. So everyone's really trying to find all the filming locations to the place. Yeah, that's that's a. There are no light poles there. Yeah. Again, they put the light poles there for the set design, and this this scene was really good. I I loved it. Um, yeah, like their their little stroll. Yeah. To there, it was funny too. He was like, "Put your keys to your chin." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it turns your head into an antenna. <laughs> yeah. Again, with his comedic timing. Yeah, dude. Um. And they go into a lovely night. Yeah. And I just love how it's just 
a freaking nice ass tune. It's always that walking bass whenever you hear that in a song. The mm-hmm. doom, 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 doom. Like even for um, another day in the sun and somewhere in the crowd, that walking bass always I feel just like always has like a cool touch to the yeah. song. Like when it starts, because that's when he starts like singing. Because the first part's kind of like a ballad, mm-hmm. like the sun is. Da-na-na. And then he, it just goes off from there with the walking bass. And um, the dancing was just freaking yeah. awesome, too. And the freaking background, though, it's like it's like a beautiful pocket, like, in mm-hmm. between, like, and that's sunrise. What, yeah, and that's what they use for the movie posters. Yeah, yeah. That mm. little pose they do, that dance pose. I am. I'm betting a lot of people are gonna be dressed as them come Halloween. Simple, yeah, yellow, yellow dress, dress. A guy in a white shirt. Yeah, you pants. have to be white though. Yeah, so we, we can't we, do it. Yeah, we can't do it. We could do like Glenn Sorry. from Walking Dead. Oh yeah, with like a messed up face. Yeah. Your head smashed in. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he's always wearing those same shoes. Yeah, those like yeah. tap shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those shoes are fresh. I feel like he could rock them really well. Those that bench doesn't exist there. <coughs> they put the bench in. Um, it was a nice touch. Yeah, it was so an awesome prop. So if anyone ever decides to go up there, you're not going to find a bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, they were about to kiss. Yeah, and then she got a phone r- uh, phone yeah, call from boyfriend. Yeah, from her boy. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. She a little bad girl. I don't know when did she get that boyfriend. Or has she been having it? It was like a month. She oh, said. you're right. Yeah. You're right. I, cause, yeah. I thought, okay, what, just a little more about the scene. I just thought it was kind of cute how he walks with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I was about to car. say that. He and didn't his, even park there. His car was right in front of the freaking party. Mm-hmm. So that's that's when I think like he started having an interest in her. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it, it pans back to him in the car and he's just like chilling for a bit and he like kind of just thinks to himself like man and isn't this when um after the scene he does city of stars no well that's after that's like they they meet at or he goes to her work oh yeah yeah he goes to her work he at does. the coffee shop and that's when they kind of talk get and get to know each other mm-hmm. and um pishikaka <laughs> pishikaka <laughs> pishikaka yeah and at that coffee shop, remember that chick who's oh, yeah. like, is this gluten-free? <laughs> <laughs> That's such an L.A. thing, man. Yeah, dude. And then they go out to, because uh, she says, I'm, let me get this out of the way. I hate jazz. Yeah. yeah. And he stops. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And then he brings <laughs> her to the jazz place. Yeah, Lighthouse Cafe. Oh, yeah, sorry. Lighthouse Cafe in Hermosa. Mm-hmm. I've actually passed that place. I've biked through there. Um. Yeah. So they're in there, and he says, um, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> what does he say? He's like showing him jazz, and then he's like showing her the band. Yeah, and he's like, "Look, see the sax player just hijacked the song mm-hmm. right now." And then, like these guys are constantly composing, rearranging. It's conflict. It's compromise. And every <laughs> and every time, every night, it's new mm-hmm. and it's very, very exciting. And then he says, "But it's dying, Mia. <laughs> yeah. It's dying." <laughs> but not on my watch and that's when he says he wants to open up his own club yeah 
And and then she says, "Oh, but there was back where I live, there was this radio station called K Jazz." <laughs> They're yeah. talking about the K Jazz, <laughs> yeah, <but> from <laughs> Cal State Long Beach. Yeah, that's the only K Jazz yeah. here in LA. That's so yeah, funny. ripping on K Jazz. I, I know, hey, how I dare like, you? I like K Jazz, Damien. But she was like, <laughs> she was saying like, yeah, uh, we uh, we would just be at some party and they would just play K Jazz in the background yeah. and people would just talk over it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. K-Jazz K- is awesome, man. We should promote K-Jazz. And then after that... Um, oh, no, she she gets the call back during that scene. Yeah. She gets I've the got call. the bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the bullets. I actually saw that. I rewatched that scene again. Yeah, me too. It's so funny because she's like, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <She's> For <laughs> anyone out there, me and Pat were talking about this, and this is a something that happens to everyone in it life happens, it happens to me yeah it happens to me with you all the time <laughs> oh <I feel. laughs> i will reference a movie and then s- people will just always like yeah 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 i watched it they'll pretend like they watched it <laughs> and then you just call them out it's like you didn't watch it did you <laughs> yeah you'd ask me about the scene and i'm just like i i didn't watch it <laughs> <laughs> so it's better to just tell yeah, the truth it's better to tell the truth kids um Freaking Mia, that was hilarious. I that's, got that's one of that's one of my favorite scenes too, because she was just laughing. She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, God, <laughs> I, I've totally done that too, man." Yeah, said that. See, I love that. Something. Little the smallest, yeah. like ten second scene was super relatable. And then that little moment led to their Rialto their date. date. It yeah, so it's showing at the Rialto. Yeah, we, I, I could take you. Yeah, for research. <laughs> oh, yeah, for research, research. Yeah. And then that's when city the city of stars. stars. Yeah, they walk out. Also, when they walk out of the lighthouse, you know how they separate? They look back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They look back because they, lo- they, they take they're turns. They're falling in love. She looks back at him mm-hmm. when he doesn't notice. And then she he looks back at her and yeah. she does. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cute little. The real question is, why didn't Ryan walk her to her car? I she know. might have gotten raped. <laughs> God, Ryan. Then what the whole movie would have ended. What an idiot. He would have just got a call from an investigator saying Mia, um, she was, you know, your friend yeah. Mia was raped and killed in the parking lot <laughs> of the Lighthouse Cafe. <laughs> oh um, uh, dude, we understand you were with her. <laughs> where, does that, okay, where the hell did her friends go after that party? They went in the car with her to go I to know, that party. They probably went home. They exactly. Just, I was just about to tell you, like, dude. They just wanted her to go to the party real bad because they needed a ride to the party. Yeah, what assholes. They wanted, they wanted her to drive. Yeah. And then they, they ditched her <laughs> for other men. I guess that's what happened. Yeah. That's However, they are good friends. They went to her show. Her oh, yeah, show, yeah. You're right. City of Stars, though. Yeah. Anyone City listening out there. City of Stars, that song was filmed over at Hermosa Pier. There are no light lamps there. It looks very plain, but we're gonna have to start a petition until this <laughs> get the city lights up of there. yep yep the city of Hermosa to put them damn light lamps up there to make it look like La La Land. Yeah, and light posts at that other place at Griffith. Yeah, where they danced. We need that. We need a protest. I feel like they about should, that. man. Like, yeah, just make it a freaking. Like a touristy a spot, monument. yeah, <laughs> and we'll have people out there selling like how uh, La La Land memorabilia. We're creating jobs right now for people. That's true. Selling those the hat that mm-hmm. he picked up off the floor. 
and gave to that yeah. kind black man. <laughs> and he that started, was funny though. He started dancing with his girl. <laughs> yeah, and he like flicked yeah. freaking Seb's shoulder. He's like, mm. "Come on, man, this is my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you?" But that was a uh, that was a cool scene, man. That was the song that was in the trailers. That mm-hmm. was in the teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah. that um, trailer. That trailer. And then we go to me. the part, the scene where she's getting ready and she realizes she has a dinner. They go to the no, dinner. No, she, she has that uh, failed audition. Remember? Oh, shit. Yeah. It was. It lasted like five seconds. Mm-hmm. She's like, two options. You either blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I could I could do it a different way. That's hilarious. And then, um, then it was the scene where she passes the Rialto. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like super bummed about uh-huh. it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and then I'll she got all scene. happy. Yeah. Like and she had like a sudden body shift in the car. She's like, okay, like I have something to look forward to. Yeah. And yeah. And then we go to the, when at she's this like, point, she's not even really thinking about her real life boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for this guy. And uh, then she's, she's like getting, re- like she's yeah. getting ready, ready in the mirror. That's like another um, observation of what you said in Whiplash, how like the, there's no talking, but you know exactly what she's feeling. Oh, yeah. And you know, like it's more just like showing us what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you could tell that she's excited about this date that's going to happen. And you see that she's excited because she's fixing her hair, mm-hmm. shit, and then, and then boom, her boyfriend. Yeah, comes. they go to the dinner. This is the funniest <laughs> oh part. Oh god! Where uh, he <laughs> picks up the phone, and <laughs> then, then the wife is like, "Oh, it's probably work." And he starts talking <laughs> Chinese. Chinese. He's like, "Wakini <laughs> tatiya." Yeah, like what the hell? Oh my god! Shit, <laughs> I'm like, dude, this. <laughs> What a douche, man! <laughs> oh my god, I would hate to be I in that type of that. dinner. I was, I that seems so fucking hilarious though because she doesn't. I don't think she even shows her teeth. She's like smi- fake smiling yeah. with her lips the whole time, and, and then like, eventually she starts hearing the song again. I yeah, don't know. The, the me- I don't know how. What kind of song is that? Why? Why is it playing everywhere? <laughs> I don't know. It, it it's kind of weird because in a in an interview <laughs> in an interview I I listened to one with Justin. He was saying that like that song that um sebs is playing mm-hmm. the, the mia and sebs theme he said like that song could be like it, it's it's possibly a song that sebs is probably like currently composing and he's oh. still like, trying to finish so that's why i thought it was odd that she heard it because mm-hmm. it's not even like a po- it's like a tune that sebs it's in her imagination she's already going crazy it could be yeah <laughs> but it's probably just, just like, like, like a little touch of fantasy you know just like the way the girl in the notebook lost her mind oh yeah <laughs> oh my god exactly like that um and then she says sorry and runs mm-hmm. away she's just running down the street with yeah. her heels not even looking both ways i know she could have got killed again <laughs> poor sebs he's like it shows him like waiting outside the theater yeah he's he, all dressed in a suit i know looking all fresh he is desperate for some pussy <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> so he's in in a suit and he actually still watches the movie i feel so bad for him i know he still just went in there yeah. and i would go home if i were him oh and this shot where she walks down the aisle oh, and yeah to and stands in front of the movie theater <laughs> yeah i thought that was funny actually i thought she was kind of a bitch about that <laughs> i would have been like sit the fuck down <laughs> if i was in that movie theater i know i'm surprised no one yelled yeah. at her or been like what the hell these are, are some doing? yeah these are some nice people in the theater <laughs> But then we got a good shot, so that's what counts. Yeah. 
and like no one even that, cared to say anything about yeah. it but it, it was a beautiful <laughs> it was just so funny because they're like what in their 20s supposedly in the movie mm-hmm. um i think ryan gosling's a lot older than that but they're about to like hold hands the way that was shot yeah that was very cute um, they're about to kiss yeah and then and the, the movie <laughs> cut off <laughs> the film cut off yeah. i don't know how that's well, the second time they were cut off for their kiss yeah but third time's a charm planetarium yeah griffith observatory yeah dude this planet- i love when they were waltzing around that pendulum yeah that was a good shot you know i never noticed they weren't singing in this song it was just the yeah yeah it was just the uh megan seb's or meg mia and seb's theme just like waltz style and like i never knew if you look up mm-hmm. in that room the pendulum room yeah th- those paintings oh yeah i never knew about yeah. that so I got to go back there and look up. There's going to be like um, a surge of uh, <coughs> visitors now to the Griffith Observ- Observatory because of that movie. Yeah, like, that's which is cool. You know, that whole planetarium scene, mm-hmm. what's cool about like that and the opening sequence and the last montage? Is because they got superpowers and <laughs> learned how to fly. <laughs> yeah. And we were never talking about that. They were the tripping on acid or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was never explained. Forget <laughs> your guys' dreams. Explain how you can fly <laughs> and you guys will become millionaires. <laughs> God, no, how stupid g- can you be? Guys? Yeah. Come, Come on, on, guys. You guys have powers. How did we not talk about this for the whole movie? <laughs> you guys were flying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. What was amazing about that? Um, now, Damien, actually, like, he just knew he wanted he wanted a scene like a scene that was in space oh, in the planetarium yeah. like before i think before the movie was even created he like he had a he he had an idea that he he wanted that opening mm-hmm. traffic jam sequence mm-hmm. and he wanted that planetarium scene and he wanted that that crazy last 7 minute montage at the end mm-hmm. and um I think that's cool because like, he built that like, movie around those three. Yeah, because that's the beginning, points. middle. Planetarium is like around the middle, mm-hmm. and the other two is the beginning and the end. And um, I just it love is, how they, yeah, it is, the planetarium scene is around the middle. Yeah, it's like they're climbing because they kiss. Yeah, so they I think kiss. That's the Third climax. time's a charm. They kiss. That yeah. scene's uh, I like that scene, and <coughs> so that's the the halfway point. But um, after that is the montage of them being together. Yeah, the summer montage. Yeah yeah there that's um that's the uh the high point of their of their relationship yeah because in um if you notice in movies the the protagonist will have a win or some sort of victory in the middle of the movie that's just the way how it always works it's uh it's a rhythm um and they have a win because they're together and they have that montage yep do you mind if I play something for you? Yeah, it's, no, I don't it's mind. Real Go quick, ahead. Um, that summer montage because I was listening when I watched Guy and Madeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, I heard uh, the same, um, I heard the same like melodic idea actually from this summer montage. And this is okay here. Okay, go ahead. This is the intro for Guy and Madeline. So.
so bum, ba, da, wow bum, bum, and then this is summer montage and you'll you'll hear that this same. is uh this is the um what movie is this guy guy and madeline on his first movie oh wow so that that dun, da, dun, yeah dun, bum, ba, da, da. and this is summer montage here i'll play this one and you'll hear same thing it is the same that's thing. crazy huh yeah they literally plagiarized this movie <laughs> not really man it's still justin <laughs> what is wrong with you justin <laughs> that's actually plagiarism still if you plagiarize You're off yourself <laughs> you plagiarize yourself <laughs> yeah but i just thought it was dude, it like struck my ear when i was like hey that's the same freaking thing mm-hmm. from summer montage because that shows how much i've been listening to the score (laughs) (laughs) but i just thought it was cool like he uh he wanted to still use like some melodic ideas from like his older movies you know Mm -hmm. and um but that montage was cool though it was like a little cute thing they go to like angel's flight on the little cart thing yeah little tap dance thing i was like Everyone's going to be taking Instagram photos there now. <laughs> yeah. Like 500 Days of Summer, yeah. the bench. The stupid bench. Yeah. Um, I went there before they closed it down. They closed it down? I think so. Why? it was like a lot. Um, um, I don't Kids know, were smoking of, pot over there? <laughs> I don't know. A lot Shooting of weird shit was going on. I think it was like a lot of homeless people there. And it smelled like piss. Uh-huh. And it was not cool. Uh-huh. Um. What a w- only LA, only LA you can ruin. Only a bench, yeah. God, seriously, that's so funny. It's a bench and they closed it down. <laughs> 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 and um, and this scene, the montage, you know, how they go back to Lighthouse Cafe and then like they're go, dancing, yeah. yeah. This is one of like Damien's cool little camera techniques called the whip. Oh, I'd yeah, say. I saw that. And um, he does it in all three movies. The behind-the-scenes thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he taps Where the shoulder. he's tapping the cameraman's shoulder. Yeah, he does yeah. this in Guy and Madeline. He does this in Whiplash. Mm-hmm. And here, and I just think it's like a freaking awesome thing. Yeah. It's, it's like happening at the same time, but he's like whipping on beat. What's like, What's crazy is that you don't even have to do that sometimes. There are other people who will just use camera two, tricks. Yeah, two cameras. Yeah, they'll <laughs> use two cameras, and then the, the whip will just be like... An effect. Yeah, an effect. But hey, I like whatever works for you. Yeah, you know it worked for the film, obviously. Yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was like go- it was just going from soloing on the piano to freaking Emma Stone dancing mm-hmm. all cute again. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that scene. And then what was what was after this part? Man. Um, they go home. Oh yeah, and that's when. Uh, oh no no no! Freaking the legend himself, John Legend, yeah. <laughs> Keith, John Legend, yeah. And He's you could tell that because th- he had like a facial, um, his his facial expression changed when he saw John yeah. Legend. He's like, this they've guy. had history, yeah. yeah. And then um, only John Legend could wear a freaking mustard colored <laughs> yeah turtleneck and, and, <laughs> and pull it off. <laughs> man i yeah. can't wear that but then that. after that they go home right she shows him the play mm-hmm. genius yeah and he's just like what what if people don't like it fuck him yeah. <laughs> <Pishikaka>. <laughs> but um i really want to see that play 
that, that, play. She, that she had <laughs> yeah, the, me too. the window it's those guys who were at the crew members at the theaters I know. Such douches. the janitors whatever. yeah they're like, like oh, they're like oh my god what was that with the window <laughs> they're all laughing in the background yeah freaking assholes don't quit your day job <laughs> that's like the oh my god that's so horrible to hear that would like destroy oh we're jumping around time. but they had a little a little fight right they had the little apartment fight. Oh, that's that's not until. You're but so but um yeah yeah they had their little solo thing, City of Stars solo where mm-hmm. she jumps in. Mm-hmm. And well, when they're at home, that's when she asks or t- shows them the sign mm-hmm. with subs. And then the next morning, remember when they wake up, he's oh, like yeah. getting ready, and he overhears that phone call that, that she's, she's talking. Oh, he's a nobody. Yeah. yeah, and then that's a. I feel like that's what triggers him to go. Yeah, just go with Keith. Yeah. He's like, fuck it, I need to make money right now. He does, and so he goes <laughs> on that rehearsal, and he's like, we get, all right, gets offered one k, Sebastian. Yeah, one thousand dollars a week, and he goes, <coughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're good, yeah. we're good, and then, um, I just <laughs> this scene, this scene was funny too because. They start jamming out, and then freaking the legend plays yeah. a freaking hip hop uh-huh. beat. <laughs> uh, Sebs is just like, "What uh-huh. the hell just happened?" Again, his subtle com- comedic. Um, yeah, no words, yeah. just action. It's freaking funny. And then you could just tell on his face, he's like, "Fuck, this is not what I want to do." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and then he gets the, the lecture, the lecture from John Legend <laughs> saying that. Um, He's a pain in the ass, and he's talking about jazz. Mm-hmm. How it's um, how jazz it's is about the future. Yeah, it's about the future. Where are all the young people? Yeah, you're 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 trying to play jazz when you're such a traditionalist. These guys were revolutionaries. <laughs> yeah, and then can't be stuck in the past. Yeah, then we have a montage, right, about them succeeding or progressing in their yeah. dreams yeah that's when the She's that's like, the city yeah. of stars part because they sing together oh, and yeah. then after that's when it shows him like signing and he starts paperwork. wearing black yeah yeah he doesn't wear any more color he just starts wearing black mm-hmm. signaling like himself growing up yeah the the camera lighting starts to look like social network now yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um they have the dinner scene right yeah this is it this is the dinner scene and there's like a lot of things in that little montage it shows their progress oh yeah the progression of their the relationship. start of fire concert too before that yeah yeah, yeah. that um, was hilarious <laughs> yeah that was hilarious because her reaction yeah she was just like i think that was her first time hearing the type of music he's mm-hmm. been playing because she looked surprised and she was shocked yeah she's just like what <laughs> and, and uh, we, we move on finally the dinner scene oh, yeah, this was amazing man <clears throat> they, it was just two actors acting improv yeah fighting this was improv are you serious yeah yeah was, see because they asked uh they asked ryan and emma what were like the hardest scenes for you in the movie mm-hmm. she said like the dinner scene because it was mo- it was pretty much improv and they had to they had to like work up to that point till oh they had to get to that point where the record player stopped mm-hmm. playing you know that that breaking point and they said it was just like really tough to, Dang, to get to get and to that point. Yeah, and they hit it right at this exact beat. Yeah, the final beat of him saying, "You're an actress." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he says right here, uh, "You're an actress." He's like, well, "You're an actress." What are you talking about? Because mm-hmm. uh, 
because she was like she said why do you care about being liked so mm-hmm. much whatever but i just feel like dude the way they fought it was so real yeah man like it was so tangible mm-hmm. you could oh my god I low feel blows like, i felt like i was in that relationship yeah. just like you could totally relate to them and you wanted to be on his side or you wanted to be on her Push, side pushing buttons that should not be pushed yeah, yeah that was the final blow and she eventually just left the apartment yeah well, the thing he said yeah was maybe you liked me when i was on my oh, ass yeah. because it made you feel better about yourself mm-hmm. and then she was like are you you're, you're kidding right and he said like no, no. and then smoke alarm goes off and then mia leaves you know what was I crazy know, was tough. before this played you know how it shows the different seasons like winter summer this one mm-hmm. was fall like oh the fall yeah of the fall of the relationship that's crazy oh that was sad though and then we go on to the the photo shoot yeah the photo shoot <laughs> possibly the scene of the movie no <laughs> but it was so hilarious that foreign guy bite your lip oh yeah bite your lip now play something you're a musician aren't you play something now look look down with your, your glasses yeah. a little oh, no, no, yeah and then he's like thinking about playing something he goes yeah he just plays it once and then and then we move to the theater where she's about to get on right Mm -hmm. blah 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 she gets on and then we get back to ryan gosling going to the theater late and oh well i skipped the part where the whole audience was lit up when she came back yeah, out and took her bow. like, not that many people yeah. there. Her there friends were there. Her friends were there. Maybe like 15 That people. lady, the agent, oh, was yeah. there. I spotted her. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I didn't think to mm-hmm. look at that again. She was actually there. She was like was sort she in of back? in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So we, we have that scene. She and it's a failure, and then the f- douchebags, oh, crew yeah. members talking about her, and oh, it's so sad. Failure is not a fun thing. Everyone can relate to it, mm-hmm. and it's just uh it's heartbreaking, and it's hard to brush off, man. And not only that, but her relationship is failing. Yeah, because of the whole fight, and now she wants to go I think home. The, the last thing she wanted to see was Seb's not there. Yeah, you know? like dude, I was like, you idiot. Mm-hmm. what are you doing get out of that photo shoot it was, oh my god yeah then and he pulls up and, sh- and she says like oh i can't even pay the theater back yeah uh, dude. It's, it's she's like i'm done all these hits from everywhere she like freaking put she shoved them up mm-hmm. she was like yeah you're sorry boom you're sorry yeah and yeah, yeah, I can't pay back the theater. And she's just like, I'm done. I'm done, like, humiliating myself. Mm. I'm done. Just I'm going home. Yeah. This no, is no. your home. <laughs> no, home, home. <laughs> and then she goes to Nevada to her parents. <clears throat> and eventually we see, uh, we get a phone call from an agent, um, an audition. Oh, yeah, I call Sebs. Yeah, Sebs yeah. picks up and he goes and gets her. And the scene he honks. Yeah. And then someone throws a phone book <laughs> at him. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. And he's just like waving. Hey. No. And then, and then yeah, he breaks then we the get news the, to We her. get the good scene, man. The scene is really good. And she's like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not. And he's like, you are. Yeah. You are good enough. And she's like, I'm not going. And he's like, what? 
fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he starts screaming? Like at the top of his lungs. And she's like, no, sh- the girl, she, had the, she had the cutest reaction. Yeah. Like she kind of wanted to laugh a bit. Uh-huh. She was like, what? She's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Stop. Like, no. And he's like, what? Pishikaka. <laughs> <laughs> Eight o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, how'd you find the house? The house in front of the library. Yeah. Apparently there's only one <laughs> library in Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he spent the whole freaking day just looking for that. And then he gets back, eight o'clock. <laughs> He's about to do Yeah, <laughs> he l- he pressed the gas. Yeah. And then and she's, she's like, she's I was right getting there. coffee. And he's like, That's that's great. <laughs> and then they leave. <laughs> oh dude. I love these little quick quick laughs, dude. Good shit. Oh yeah, and then, then we, we get into the scene of the audition. Mm-hmm. Um, this was sung live, was it? Mm, she she requested to sing it live because she couldn't imagine lip singing. Oh, and I'm glad she chose Th- that. If this was the nail, this scene was the nail in the coffin for her Oscar bid. It was so good. It was good. It was just like a black. Yeah, there was nothing. It was just her in a black. My heart Backdrop. brightened up <laughs> when I saw this. The lyrics are just awesome, dude. And she, this was like the only song that was different from the movie. Well, like, mm-hmm. you know, like the main theme is like the me and Sebastian, but I think this song and and I think the opening sequence were probably like the only ones that are kind of different. But mm-hmm. well, um, I mean, I don't know. Audition for sure was like its own thing, you know. Yeah. There was like nothing like it. I feel. And yeah, she just she asked if she could sing it live, and she did, and mm-hmm. it sounded live to me. And she she said like I couldn't imagine like not doing it live like if I were because she was on Broadway before. Oh, and wow. so I did not. She know said that. like imagine like doing a final number a number from like cabaret or something, lip sync lip mm-hmm. sung. And after that, they're on the bench. <coughs> oh my God, the bench! Where are we? We're at the Griffith. Griffith. <laughs> No, no, where are we? I don't know. We uh, when you we're get just gonna have to see yeah. when you get this. If I, I'm I probably this. not. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you probably are. I know these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, uh, dude, she said the cutest thing. She said, "I'll always love you." Yeah. And I was like, man, I always love you too. Why are you gonna say that shit? And he goes, "Look at this view." And she's it's like, w- it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been here during the day. <laughs> yeah. And then it blacks out five years later. Oh, no. And, well, you're kind of like, oh, cool. Five yeah. years later. Let's see what's what's going on. I thought she was going to be like the secretary of a famous person or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought she wasn't going to make it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, they're going to pull this on us. But she's actually she goes back. And it rhymes like George Lucas. <laughs> Have you seen that? It rhymes. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> he was talking about like episode one and episode four. Oh, how it's similar. Yeah, how it rhymes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it's like some inside joke that I almost agreed with you. Yeah, and I then know you were gonna you be you like, did right? it again. <laughs> I referenced something you had no idea about, and you were about to say. I yeah, told the yeah. truth. I told the truth. Okay. I was like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah. So. Yeah, yeah we, she, goes we to the the scene. she goes to the coffee shop. Yeah, it parallels she the first like, scene. Two iced coffees. Mm. No, I insist. 
and and then we then it shows Sebs. Yeah, Sebs. Yeah. He has the same car still. <laughs> yeah. He, he lives in a house by himself. I don't think he's with anyone. And then she goes to like the Beverly Hotel or something. Because it's her Oh, it's house. her house. Her okay. House. Yeah, and then and then that's when you find out she's freaking married. Yeah, she's married. Some dude. Mm-hmm. Her her acting on that scene is so good. When she was excited to see like her mm-hmm. baby, she's like, "She's here." Oh my god. Hey, you know that guy, her, though, her husband? Uh-huh. Do you remember that movie, That Thing You Do? I have heard. You, that's the drummer yeah. from that. Yeah. Didn't you watch it with us at John's? No. No. You doing that thing. You. That's like about the movie about the the Wonders, and that's their one song they sing. <laughs> I have yet to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie's good. But, but I remember, the drummer, some, I heard that he's... Yeah, he's the drummer yeah. in that movie who's like obsessed with jazz. And I thought it was like mm-hmm. a pretty cool little... But I still hate him though because he married Mia. Yeah. yeah. So we get that scene and we move on. Blah blah blah. They're going to some red carpet event or something. Yeah. And then they hit that LA traffic. Yeah, and they're like, "Let's just go get dinner." Fast forward, they see this, and they're down the street, and they're going, "Hey, this is a cool place. Let's go hit it up." And they hit it up. And for all you people from Long Beach, mm. Seb's bar, jazz bar, is actually Blind Donkey. And I ch- I double-checked, and it is. Yep, the, stair- like the same exact the stairs they interior. Go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're probably... Except the sidewalk. The sidewalk is nah, different. Yeah, that's the yeah. outside part. Yeah, the yeah. outside part is that's different. different. Movie magic for all you people who don't know. <laughs> um... But yeah, they go down and they're in Seb's bar. They happen to get the perfect seats in a very <laughs> packed bar. <laughs> oh man! So you know, I love that. I love how when she's walking in and you see the sign, the Seb. Oh sign, yeah, it's like, oh, she sees it. She's like, "Oh, tugging on my heartstrings, dude." She's like, "No, this can't be." And like, mm-hmm. it has to be. <laughs> and you know, she's walking in and she's like looking for him. Like, where the mm-hmm. fuck could he be? And then I just I just think it's awesome how like it doesn't show him until like the band's them playing and he yeah. walks up to show that like he's the owner. Mm-hmm. He's just like, hey, let's give a round of applause for blah 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 blah. That's so cool. On man. piano, on drums, yeah, it is cool. It's just like, it just like shows like he's been doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then he like he sees, he her, sees her and he pauses. Yeah. Welcome. And eventually he Welcome has. Welcome to Sebs. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sebs. Yep. He has his solo, and he plays the song. <laughs> yeah. What if he was just playing that the whole time and nothing else? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it began and ended. <laughs> and everyone would have laughed. And every because <laughs> everyone looked like they were. It would have became a samba and tapas. <laughs> oh my god, samba and tapas place. That's so funny. It's a place where they do samba and, and serve tapas. I don't know. You got to <laughs> pick one, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, this montage, though, it was just... That shit fucked me up, man. The montage, again, way to end a movie. It was so good. Yeah. Great. The work that came into that scene. Uh, but it really did tug at our hearts. Yeah. I can't believe that. There's, a one, there's one part where they're just like... 
like you know all those cardboard cutouts of like all the cool stuff like when they're like waltzing through shit mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of people it's like he said there was a a tribute to um, an american in paris musical yeah and it looked really similar to it and a lot a lot of other stuff too singing in the rain um i heard he used boogie nights just like for the la setting oh <laughs> I what? Guess. yeah he got like inspiration from that apparently oh, okay i still need to watch it though yeah you should mr Wahlberg, our boy man that was uh oh, this scene man yeah um it just shows like basically shows what would have happened if they were mm-hmm. together but when i saw it, people were crying after this man yeah after this scene or after the movie i i wanted to cry yeah because they're so attached yeah. to them which is good and i can't believe that that they didn't end up together it was so sad i mean i think it was for the betterment of the movie what it would have been really cliche for them to have uh, ended it with yeah. them staying together. Yeah, with them making it. I think it. It just. Um, I think the the fact that she was married was just. It's like that's that's. There's no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it it just uh, adds to the. But it, the story. Yeah, you just never. Things don't work out, like it does in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's, it's just it's just real. It was yeah. just like real. It was, it was just trying to be as relatable as possible and realistic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the montage was like to give the audience like a uh, little an touch alternate universe. Yeah, to like kind of make you feel happy. Like, hey, like here's how they would have mm-hmm. been. Essentially, it's he's playing it, so it's essentially what he wanted to happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What he was like, I should have said no to John Legend. Yeah. But then in that alternate reality, it would have only been Mia who got accomplished her, dream. her dreams. Yeah. Because all he did was just like go with her. Yeah. Play jazz in Paris. Mm-hmm. He never and got his jazz uh, bar. Yeah. It, it's sad because they had to break up to both accomplish their dreams. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know but what also, that is. Yeah. But also shows that like people like in relationships, people, you, you need someone to like push you to mm-hmm. like, get to where you need to be. But I only agree. to like a certain point like yeah. you can only do it so much mm-hmm. and um i feel like that's just how life works sometimes you gotta make sacrifices that just suck mm-hmm. and like i said it really a lot of people can relate to that where you know people move away for school for a job just because you know they want to accomplish their dreams they want to yeah. put food on their own table yeah and yeah it's just uh, i was i was thinking about that ending for a long time me too mm-hmm. for like a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> a week since i watched it i was just like oh my god i want to watch it again and i'm glad i'm glad we did and i'm glad they ended with them smiling at each other yeah the acknowledgement mm-hmm. like like i'm <laughs> It was cool. And Jeanette's funny. She said, I'm not going to believe that ending. I'm going to have my own ending. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but that was the real ending. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Dude, that montage, though, like, the he brought back pretty much every song in the movie mm-hmm. in seven minutes. But, like, it's just like, it turned it into, like, a jazz combo. 
style. Like you could hear the scene with J.K. Simmons. <laughs> He's like snapping. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. I, even throughout the movie, you can hear little cameos of the, the songs, mm-hmm. like when they're, um, like the "I Got the Bullets" part. Oh, you yeah. Can, you can hear in the background a lovely night as a jazz combo um, arrangement, and you can hear the audition and like another thing, and there's like little cool things they they placed. And then that's, that's it. it. The end. Any um any closing? We're at a hun- one hour and twenty. Any closing um thoughts? Any shout outs? Um, are you excited that this movie is? A lot more people are gonna watch this movie, man. <laughs> yeah, they better now that after it's these nominated. nominated yeah. And stuff. Yeah, there's a couple things I wanted to mention actually. Mm-hmm. How, because uh, I was like with Justin Hurwitz's AMA, mm-hmm. and like an interview I I read or I watched. Um, I just thought it was super refreshing to hear that this guy still made like mistakes um, as a musician. Like when he wrote the score, Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, I I still realize I made like a bunch of mistakes with like with writing in breath marks and the different ranges for the instruments. Mm -hmm. Because like there's some like you can't have a trump bit play like a really low note like there's a certain range that a trumpet could, could, oh, could hit and so yeah. he had to change a couple of things because of that and with like breath marks funny enough in music there's actually like commas that represent breath marks just mm-hmm. in case you forget to breathe <laughs> wow <laughs> so like when you're reading music you have to if you see a breath mark you breathe it's for like phrasing like musical phrasing and like he wrote out, I think he wrote, I'm, I'm guessing he wrote out like long lines that were super impossible to do in one breath. So you had to place like a breath mark like in between like a long line. So were these mistakes still in the movie? Um, Apparently he said like, he said some were, but I, oh. I think he fixed some of most of them. I didn't notice. I didn't notice either. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it sounded like, that sounded uh, all amazing. It sounds like a perfectionist. Yeah, Honestly, but I mean, yeah. it's it's cool to hear just like yeah. that he's still leaving room for growth, you know, like this young dude, he's like, what, 32? Mm-hmm. And the guys who wrote the music too, they're young. They're like 30, in their 30s too, like mm-hmm. 31, 32. And um, yeah, it just reminded me as a musician that like even my teachers tell me how important breath marks are. Like if you're singing a piece, because we... We think of breath marks the same way we do as like we we talk. Like yeah. I wouldn't talk to you and breathe in between my talking like that. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you would have to you breathe when there's a comma, or whatever. And like it's it's really important for like just like phrasing and stuff when you're playing music. And I thought that was pretty cool. And just hearing about his process of writing the music, mm-hmm. this said he had like 1900 piano demos before he came to like a conclusion damn like yeah so he's been writing this shit for like years and um, he said like i spent a lot of solitary or solitude like in front of a piano just plucking out melodies that i feel would be memorable and so it just shows that like a long process it's worth it yeah and um he's just like a really cool guy just listening to him talk in this yeah. interview all right um i guess that's 
all for the podcast um we'll see you guys next time all you listeners thanks for listening um just want to say shout outs to everyone listening thank you if you love movies the rock is cooking also follow me on instagram (laughs) patrick rosal music yeah follow him on instagram i just made a new one patrick rosal music on instagram (laughs) i just made a new instagram and it's, it's just like me messing around just doing music stuff all right and that's it yeah Yeah. follow me too at omgbbcakes on twitter but follow him more (laughs) all right guys we love you thank you